to 8 by Kate, a small business marketing podcast. I'm your host, Kate Elfata. Welcome to another episode of 8 by Kate. As always, I'm joined by Annabella Estrada. Hey, Bella, how's it going? Good. I'm excited for this episode. I love the enter the experts because it kind of gives us some time to like sit back and just listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're I bringing love it. their knowledge this time. Yes. So, yeah, today we have a special guest, Ronnie Welch, a CEO and owner of Sleeptastic Solutions. And um, I have known Ronnie for quite some time. I'm always super excited to hear her talk and speak about her business. And also just, she's just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to um, sleep and being a mom. And I think that's sort of how she got started with a lot of this, but uh, sleep testing solutions um, provide, basically she's providing sleep, nutrition, breastfeeding, infant massage, behavioral postpartum doula, health and life coaching to families in need. And I know that's a lot, and she's going to be able to talk a little bit more about that later. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Hi, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, always excited to talk to you. Um, And, you know, like I said, I've known you for several years through our local networking. And I've, you know, I'm amazed because I remember when you first sort of started a little bit, like, I mean, you were in it, but it wasn't now I see you and I'm like, wow, you're doing all of this stuff. And it's super <laughs> exciting to see your growth. So congratulations on everything. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's been fun over the last, uh, I don't know, six, seven years. I don't know. Yeah, Just track been time, a right? <laughs> well, Bella, why don't you tell everyone a little bit more about Ronnie? Yeah, Ronnie Welch is the owner of Sleeptastic Solutions. Besides holding a dual BS in marketing and management, she is a certified pediatric and adult sleep consultant, health and lifestyle practitioner, pre-postnatal nutrition coach, lactation counselor, infant massage educator, parenting coach, postpartum doula, and business mentor. Ronnie is currently studying to become an international board-certified lactation consultant. She recently co-authored a new book called Success Reimagined, and she is a board member and Eastern Regional Director for the Association of Professional Sleep Consultants. Ronnie is a passionate about educating parents, adults, and parents-to-be about the importance of sleep, nutrition, stress management, and more for both children and adults. Not only does she work one-on-one with clients, but she also offers a variety of affordable online and group courses. She resides in Pennsylvania with her husband and four wonderful children. When she's not busy helping families sleep and feel better, you'll find her supporting her children at their sporting events, continuing her own education, and seeing lactation clients cooking and playing the ukulele. So welcome, Ronnie. Yeah, I know, right? I had to add in the ukulele for fun. (laughs) Okay, so I may need to hear that at one point. Oh, no, that is is an in-my-room thing. (laughs) Only my dog hears it usually. (laughs) I love it. Well, uh, again, welcome. And um, uh, first, tell everyone just a little bit about yourself in general before we jump jump into the eight things today. I know we're going to talk about sleep, and I'm excited, but... You know, I'm always fascinated by how people get started, and I have been able to see that journey, so I sort of know how this kind of wave of yours has happened, but (laughs) tell everybody how it all started, what made you get into helping people with sleep. Yeah, sure. Um, 
well, I had kids. So <laughs> anyone who has children knows that that kind of messes stuff up sometimes, right? And it's it's not nearly as easy as one might believe. So it, it started with some, uh, I, like you said, I have four kiddos and um, my oldest is now 21. I have identical twin girls who are 12 and I have a son who's nine. And so first one slept great. I thought all kids slept great. And then I had the twins. So <laughs> quickly oh <boy. laughs> learned, yeah, quickly learned that not maybe that maybe that wasn't going to have work the same way. Um, and so a sleep journey kind of turned into one child did really great with sleep training and the other one did not. And so I quickly learned that huh, even if they're identical twins, they are not the same. So, uh, but yeah, that, that kind of led me on the journey of like, okay, I read a book. It was great. And back then I really wasn't on social media. Um, I was still working full-time job. I just was quitting my job and kind of getting into a stay-at-home momhood. And I didn't really have Facebook groups or anything anybody to talk to. So it was just like tough. I was like, there's, there's no special chapter at the end of the book that says, oh, hey, by the way, when all else fails, this is the magic, right? <laughs> there is no magic. Yeah. So it was hard and I had no one to talk to and I had a kind of struggle and she had a struggle and, you know, it took weeks for us to figure it out. Eventually we did, but man, it was tough and it would have been nice to, I probably would have paid anything at that moment for someone to just yeah. tell me, nope, this is wrong. Yep, you're right. Stay on the right track, do something. But um, not having that, was difficult. And so I did not like say, oh, great, I'm going to go help other people. I, first of all, I didn't even know people like me existed back then. <laughs> so life went on and I, I just mostly talked to other moms, especially in like my twin groups and stuff. I mean, you, you guys know how amazing it is to have one child sleep well, but in twin groups, if you have two kids sleeping well, you're like a rock star. Wow. Right? <laughs> so, so that, you know, I talked about it a lot. And then I had my last kiddo and he had some sleep issues, not terribly, you know, but, um, but again, it kind of broke that same information back out. So it's always like been around. And then it wasn't until he was like three and I was like, you know, what am I going to do with my life? Um, I can't go back to work. I've got four kids and I, you know, okay. So I can't afford to go back basically. But it was like, what, what am I going to do? My husband's like, well, why don't you work from home? You know, start your own business. I was like, what, what am I going to do? I'm, like, I'm not a salesperson. I, you know, I'm not like him. I can't just go out and sell widgets to anybody, right? Like, yeah. I was like, I'd have to be pretty dang invested in something to want to do that. And at that same time, the the person who wrote the book, which was Sleep Sense, um, was still sending me emails. And it was like, hey, did you find that you'd love to run your own business? And you find that you're talking about sleep? It was just like speaking to me, right? Wow. So that was it. I was like, I think I can do this. So yeah, so I just, uh, yeah, I was like the kids yeah. and it sounds silly. People are like, how can you be bored with four kids? And you know, it's like <laughs> mentally bored. Like oh, who wants to clean and cook all day? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not only that, it's, you know, you need, you know, I know a lot of women business owners, you need something for yourself too. You need mm -hmm. to feel yeah. a, a different sense of accomplishment that doesn't surround just your children or family at times. So Absolutely. Um, that's completely understandable. Well, I'm super yeah. excited to talk about sleep today because yes. uh, number one is you don't know this and you're probably going to be like, Kate, well, why don't you call me? <laughs> I, I have seriously had sleep issues probably for 15 years. Oh, no. <laughs> pro I, probably. Um, and I, I don't remember really ever getting like a complete night's sleep. Uh, and oh. it's not even about falling asleep. My problem is staying asleep. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of people have that. Yeah. So, fall I mean, sometimes I, I do have problems falling asleep, like we all do, because we have stuff on our minds. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it's 
I'm, I always get up in the middle of the night for something. So, um, which is, I know, probably odd, but <laughs> a lot of people get up. They're like, oh, like if I'm away with my team or with my family, and they're like, oh, I had a great night's sleep. I'm like, you slept all night. They're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so enough about me, because we're not really here to fix me today. <laughs> <laughs> we could. Oh, actually, we could talk about Annabelle oversleeping the other day. I <laughs> oh, did. No. I I have trouble sleeping. And then the other day, I don't know what happened, but I actually slept and I overslept. My body was just like, no. And um, it wasn't, it was kind of not great because I slept in late and uh, didn't wake up as I was supposed to, but uh, I did enjoy myself. I got a lot of sleep. So that was good. <laughs> okay, but I did <laughs> yeah, not enjoy myself because Uh-oh, she's it like, is, no. <laughs> well, no, it's, that's just not her. Yeah, I, I have don't do never that. <laughs> known Annabella ever to to not respond to a text oh, or no. <laughs> like be late for anything at all. And it was to the point where I was getting in my car. I had somebody else go over and knock on her door. That's how worried I was. Oh, my yeah. God. Because it's so out of character well, for her. Ronnie, it was only 9.30 in the morning. So that's why oh, everyone I was, was say, like, What time was this? Okay. No, but- <laughs> it was 9.30. <laughs> I usually wake up very, I, I go to she, bed she early. I wake up early. I'm that person. So for me to sleep in till 9.30 is very, very weird. <laughs> Obviously yeah. your body needed it, right? Yeah. Well, she, she had yeah. just moved. And she also, it was a rainy day and she has blackout curtains on top of it. Well, yeah, way to go. <laughs> so I was like, but she it, it really scared me. I was super worried because she's the one that's like at 745 texting me something. And I'm like, oh my God, give me a break, Bella. It's only 745. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, okay. So as you can see, we all got problems. All right? yeah, we all say problems. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're so happy to hear you today to kind of just, you know, walk us through some stuff. Um, yeah. And so why don't we get started with number one, consistent sure. bedtime. Yeah. So this is something that a lot of people get kind of caught up in is that we're not great at always going to sleep at the same time. I feel like it stems back from when we were kids and we're like, oh, it's the weekend. Mm-hmm. I got to stay up late. Right. FOMO. But- <laughs> Right, exactly. But it seems like it doesn't go away very much, right? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, now it's Sunday, which sounds great. You know, Saturday is great because I get to sleep in. Sunday is great because I get to sleep in. And then Monday comes and you're like, oh, oh no, now what? Right now I have to get up early. And oh, that's right. I slept in on Sunday. So that means come Sunday night, I wasn't real tired. So here I am staying up late. And now Monday's even harder. Right. So we wonder why, why do people always look horrible on Monday mornings at the office? <laughs> that is why. Right? Okay. So what's my excuse for Tuesdays? Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you don't continue to, you continue to go to bed late, then that's going to happen. But, okay. you know, but yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's such an easy thing. And it's so funny as we go through these things, you're going to probably think like, oh yeah, I've told my kids, this, especially any parent, all these things I'm going to tell you guys about is all stuff we probably have said to our children. Right. And then we just don't. Mm-hmm. Don't heed that same advice. So, mm. uh, so yeah, if we can, if we can help it, it's helpful. If we can be more consistent with our bedtime, weekends, holidays, doesn't matter. Um, obviously, there'll be times where that doesn't happen. But regularly, if you can do that, that's going to help you because it's going to help you to get up around the same time, which means then the next night you're going to be tired around the same time. For, so, so for those who have trouble falling asleep, 
that's key because we have to be awake so many hours before we can go to bed. And what that number is, is different for everybody, right? So sometimes it's 15 hours, 16 hours, you know, it depends how many sleep, how much sleep you need, you know, and each person is a little different. But if you can be consistent, then your body is actually going to get sleepy naturally around those times as well. So that helps you too. Because if I go to bed at 10 o'clock tonight, but then tomorrow night's 1 a.m., my body's a little confused, right? So kind of like jet lag. So try to be consistent. Weekends, holidays, all the same um, for getting up and going to bed around, within like an hour. I mean, you don't have to get up at six o'clock on the weekends too, obviously, but you might want to be more like, okay, I'll stretch it to seven. But if I start sleeping in until like nine o'clock because I can, I'm not going to be able to go to bed at nine o'clock that night, right? We're not right. little kids. We're going to want to stay up later. So it makes sense. So if you can kind of stay around the same, it's going to be helpful. And it really does help kind of regulate your body's circadian rhythm. So you're, you'll be helping yourself by doing that. Yeah. I mean, I try to have a routine like you know, the Golden Girls are on all the time between 10 and 1 in the morning, <laughs> 10 at night to 1 in the morning. So I have a routine where I like put it on and I start dozing off and then I turn the TV off. Mm. But but to be honest, I don't know if it's 10.30, 11.30 or 12. <laughs> it depends on yeah. how, how, much, how much I'm into the Golden Girls that night. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So number two, predictable bedtime routine. Yeah. So kind of going along with that when we know what time we're going to bed now it's what is my bedtime routine and again if you have kids what do we do with them we have the same bedtime routine every night right from like the time they're born mm -hmm. almost it's like oh we have yeah. to do the same things because if we mess it up they might not sleep great well it's the same for us the reasons are the same it's that it again helps our body get ready for bed it helps to cue your mind and body that oh yeah that's right when we do these things it means we're going to sleep soon so if we can have a nice kind of relaxing predictable bedtime routine without electronics which is the key um mm. you're, you know i would say if you read things they'll often talk about like 60 minutes beforehand if that seems horrible to you to turn off your electronics an hour before bed at least go for 30 minutes okay? yeah ronnie when am i going to watch all my TikToks? i know i know <laughs> <laughs> so 30 minutes, really, even that, I know some people are like, whoa, 30 minutes, like, what am I going to do for 30 minutes? But there are a lot of things. If you think about it, you know, just the process of checking the house or is everything locked or the lights off, you know, getting mm -hmm. ready for bed, brushing your teeth, washing your face, all those things, it does take up time. So it really does kind of go quick um, if you can kind of leave those things towards the end and it gives you some other things to do. But it's amazing as soon as you come off of those electronics, how quickly your body goes, oh, there goes that light. We are sleepy, turns out. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because I think we've all probably done it where we're working late on our laptops or phones mm -hmm. or something. And it's just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not really that tired. I'll just keep going. And then we finally just shut it off because at least for me, I'm like, oh, it's that time. Like I just have mm -hmm. a time say that's it everything's off and as soon as I turn that stuff off and start getting ready, I'm like, wow, I really feel tired now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that light does trick your mind and keep you from feeling as sleepy as you could be. So turning those electronics off is key. And I'm sure anyone who's been alive for more than a hot minute has seen turning off electronics is the key, <laughs> yeah. right? It's not yeah. the only thing, but it definitely does help. So what yeah. else can you do? Good. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I was like, I cannot sleep with the TV. I know a lot of people that can sleep with the TV on. Well, I, I can't. I can't. Either. I, I cannot. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's best to do it if you, if you can. And, you know, and again, once you get done those things, some people are like, well, what, what do I do then? Right. With the rest of my time. Okay. Mm. It only took me 10 minutes to get ready for 
bad now what do i do so it depends on the person you know you read um and not electronic reading <laughs> that is not an excuse to try oh, that back out <laughs> we're supposed to look at paper yeah. in fact you know if you still have those old college books <laughs> this is a great time to break them out <laughs> nothing puts you to sleep faster than an old like marketing book or something or psychology <laughs> But yeah, but read, I mean, and, and so I kind of am saying that to be funny, but really not. It, it does matter what you read because sometimes reading pumps mm. me up. If I'm reading something yes. really good and I can't put it down, well, that's not helpful either. So uh, so you do kind of want to watch or say, all right, I'm, I'm going to only read one chapter. Some Reader's time. Digest. Maybe. Yeah, something a little less <laughs> lighter, right? I or think I date it myself by saying Reader's Digest <laughs> on this <laughs> podcast. I don't, even, I don't even think I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I do recall the Reader's Digest. <laughs> so things like that are good. Um, you know, maybe stay away from the murder mysteries at that hour. Okay. Too. Sure All right. Nightmares. But <laughs> awesome. Well, that brings us to number three, which is the bedroom environment. Yeah. So where you sleep is an important thing, right? So it, it, we want it to be clean and comfortable comfortable. Um, a lot of people like sound. So sound machines are popular. You can get them in an app as well. It doesn't have mm -hmm. to be an actual machine, but they have a lot of free apps that you can do. Um, anything to do. And the reason for the white noise, you know, why do, why do people like that? And it could be a fan too, something like that. And it's just that it's that consistent sound, first of all. So it's kind of calming that it's consistent. Uh, and then as well as blocking it out noise. So it can block out things that are happening in your house as well as outside. So it doesn't mean you may not hear everything, but it'll take away those startling sounds uh, so that, that could, you know, really make you jump and wake you yeah. up in the middle of the night. Uh, so those are super helpful. I know in our house, everybody has a fan and or white noise machine, depending on the mm -hmm. time of the year. And so, and it really does help. Uh, so that could be helpful. You can listen to like background noises too, like, um, nice breezy like, i know calm app, yeah um the calm app had um harry style styles would read you a bedtime story and i'm like <laughs> how is that supposed to get me to sleep listen to harry styles reading a bedtime story yeah so they have things like that where you can like listen to things whether it's like guided meditation or stories or yeah. audiobooks um and and you could have things that are just like tranquil sounds you know mm -hmm. running water things mm -hmm. like that uh personally those things drive me crazy I can't like I keep listening because I'm waiting for the next thing so I need that I need that background yeah. straight noise <laughs> I, I I have used these tools a lot like I'll listen I love the sound of rain okay. but the one time I did it and it was like a thunderstorm and it was like <laughs> lightning <laughs> crashing I'm like yeah this is supposed to be helpful right exactly that's the last thing you need is it to wake yeah. you up right <laughs> yeah so okay. that, the noise is good lights you talked about dark out like blinds and Curtains, yeah. Um, yeah, curtains and things. Now, the only thing, and they do work great. The only thing I will say is if you're someone who has trouble waking up in the morning, that can actually kind of hurt you. So if you have no problem mm -hmm. falling asleep and you sleep okay, but you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm just so groggy in the morning. Well, then you actually don't want darkening sheets, yeah. curtains, yeah. because it just makes it harder for you to want to get up. It actually is a little nicer to have, um, to have it a little bit brighter, and that'll actually help mm -hmm. you on that end. But if you don't have that problem, then really it's 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 more for kids honestly it makes them sleep in <laughs> adults usually don't have that problem or if you live yeah. in alaska 
Yeah, I mean, there are certain yeah. areas that you need dark out because it's daylight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but even like the the smell of fresh sheets have been shown to make people sleep better. Mm-hmm. Right, we all love that. Um, and then the one big thing I would say, I think for for our group of people here of, of small business owners, is getting rid of the clutter in your room. Ooh. I don't know how many of us have brought our business stuff or even our personal chores like laundry <laughs> into our room, right? And you're like the last, you're ready to go to bed and then you walk in and you're like, oh, the laundry's oh, there, exactly. right? Yes. Or there are those pile of bills I just forgot to do yet again today, <laughs> you know, or sending out invoices, whatever it is. And it's just such like a, a hardship when we see that because a lot of people can't let that go. Then they're like, oh, I should just finish that quick. Right. And now it's like you ruined it. You had your sleepy time. Your body was ready. You did all the right things. And here you go. You've kind of ruined it with a let me just fold laundry for 20 minutes, you know, that kind of stuff. So you're better off like not having your room be the drop all for that stuff. Keep that stuff out of your room if you can and really have your room be a happy place, a sanctuary. You know, that's a really good point, though, that you have, because I have been better knowing that, you know, I have um, like even a laptop in my room or something. Mm -hmm. I used to just like not, I would never turn it off. And I would find myself at times, like I'll try to rest and I'm like getting ready for bed. And then I'm like, Oh, but I didn't do that. Let me quick, just get it done before the morning. (laughs) And so because it's right there and accessible to me, I do do that. But now I've been better and I've actually shut down the computer so that now when the thought comes in, I'm like, I'm not turning that computer on again. (laughs) That's right. You know what you do instead? You keep a pad of paper next to your bed and you write down those wonderful ideas and thoughts. That's good. I like that. I I, I like just to forget about it. (laughs) Some people will put them, you can put them on like a post-it notepad. And then that way you can just grab your post-it as you walk out of the room in the morning like that's it perfect I'll stick it right on the top of my laptop and I'll remember it tomorrow that's awesome well number four I know is super important and actually four and five kind of go together but let's go into number four which is diet yeah, exactly. So we don't necessarily think about what we're eating, have anything to do with how we're sleeping, but especially things like vitamin deficiency. So if you're deficient in things like vitamins D, which most of us are, E, vitamin C, B6, and B12, those are like the most common ones. But if you're deficient in those, those things can lead to things like being able, not able to fall asleep easy, to have restless sleep throughout the night. So those are, you know, we look at like when you said, Kate, like I, I kind of restless at night. So it's, okay, yeah, we can talk about ways to get you back to sleep, but what about ways to stop it? Like what's causing Mm -hmm. it? And so that's the idea of when I work with someone is like, let's get to the root cause and fix that instead of just putting band-aids on, right? So things like a a vitamin deficiency can be huge. So what you're eating, I mean, a nice easy way, you can always go get a, like a blood test, a vitamin deficiency Mm -hmm. blood test. Uh, But you can also just take a multivitamin (laughs) to help, you know, that's going to help fill in the gaps because you have to be pretty darn um, healthy of a person to have everything you need, you know, to eat enough of the right stuff all day long. So it's, it's hard to get everything. And so just a multivitamin can help fill in those nutritional gaps for you. Um, And the other thing I will say there is to avoid large or heavy meals in the evening. So sometimes we get home late or we're having a business meeting that runs late. And I don't know what it is about business people wanting to have meals at like seven, eight o'clock at night, right? Oh, let's meet then and we'll have drinks. We'll have this meal. And it's like all of those things are counterintuitive for a good night's sleep. So avoid having those bigger meals. If you're hungry, have a snack before bed. Don't have, you know, now's not the time to whip out the pasta because you weren't hungry earlier or didn't have time. So that's a big one because it, it really 
taxes your your body, really your digestive system. It has to work harder while it should be sleeping. Because let's make one thing clear. When we sleep, we think that everything just kind of shuts down. And yeah, your body's physically resting, but there's a lot happening internally. Your brain does not shut down. In fact, there's things that only happen when you're sleeping. And those things can't happen if they're like, oh, wait, hold up the process. We've got digestion going here, right? We can't, we can't do our normal operations tonight because we're going to spend the next two to three hours digesting this big old pasta meal. Right? I never even thought of that because yeah. it's like, even last night, I went to dinner with a dear friend of mine. She's from New York, and no offense against New Yorkers, but oh, they're late. Like, they're they late. love to have an eight p.m. Yes. dinner. Something. That's early. That's early <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what is going on now? I, I also, my sister, she likes to eat like at four thirty. I'm like, what are you like, silver hair? Yeah. What are you? Like, the early bird special? It's a little bit too early for dinner. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. So that's really important. That can really help you to just feel better. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. you won't be so restless and it just doesn't feel great in your body either to eat big and then go lay down. You know, yeah, you might go into a coma initially with a food coma, <laughs> but you will you will feel it the rest of the night. Right? It won't be so good. So kind of going along with that is that next number five step, which was um, goes with healthy diet is to try to avoid alcohol later in the evening. Um, I actually work with a lot of people who that's kind of their go-to sadly to get to sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I used to do that actually. I used to have a couple glasses of wine and And that's going to help me get to sleep. And that's the thing too. I feel like I I hate to call out wine drinkers, but it's like, (laughs) if I said I had some beers, people might look at me like, oh my gosh, you're an alcoholic, (laughs) right? If I said I had some wine, they're like, oh yeah, we all need wine, right? That's great. (laughs) It's, it's still alcohol, people. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, we just feel better about it when we say it. No, it's uh-huh. just wine. That's better, right? But, but it is still an alcoholic beverage, and it does still affect us. And yes, it can make you sleepy initially, um, and it can make you, you know, easy to fall asleep. The problem is it does lead to restless sleep. So it's yes. usually not, you're not feeling good. You're getting up to pee because you just drank all this stuff before mm-hmm. bed, right? And it just makes you kind of all over the place. So you want to try to, one, not have too many cocktails, but really kind of be done by like seven o'clock at night to be okay. that way you've got some time to get it through your system. Um, and then going along with that, and the, the flip side is what's our other go-to? Caffeine, mm-hmm. right? So I didn't have a great night. Now I'm just going to drink caffeine all day to, to stay awake. And you really want to be careful about when you have that caffeine. I know some people like to have some coffee with dessert right? After dinner, uh, that could be a problem. So caffeine stays in your system. It actually stays in our system about 13 hours in total, which is crazy. Wow. But it's, yeah, it takes about six hours to cut it in half, which is when you stop feeling the effects. So it does stay actively in your system for about six hours. So if you're going to bed at nine or 10, you want to be done having that coffee by like three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So keep that in mind. And that goes for energy drinks as well. And even chocolate, if you're having a lot of, you know, big dessert mm-hmm. or something like that, big piece of chocolate cake, which is tasty, but you might pay for that later. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late. I yeah. mean, yeah. believe it or not during this pandemic um, and the, and the shutdown, right. And we're all at home. I, early on, I was, I was drinking a lot of coffee. I'm not going to lie, mm-hmm. but I did recognize that right away. And now I am down to one cup a day only in the morning. Awesome. I know. And I, I don't drink any <laughs> caffeine drinks. I don't drink soda. Mm-hmm. 
that. So, oh, yeah. Um, so but that, that's my, yeah. and okay, I do have unsweet tea, which I know also has caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I make my own like iced yeah. tea, but you know, I'm not drinking it all day. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I have been better with that. Yeah. And just pay attention to when, you know, just be like, okay, you know what? It's after dinner. I'm not going to, I'm not going to risk it. Or yeah. I'm not going to lie. I do like a little espresso with my, with my dessert. If I'm the somewhere. truth is coming out. <laughs> we might have your problem solved before the end of this call. <laughs> you can send me a bill, Ronnie. <laughs> Midday espresso instead, right? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so that's health or diet. All right. Number six, another great one is exercise. Yeah. Something else people are probably cringing like, really? Why does everything come back to diet and exercise all the time? (laughs) (laughs) But here's the good thing. The more active you are during the day, the more deep sleep you actually get at night. So it helps not necessarily the the quantity of sleep, but your quality of sleep. And I think most of us probably recognize that on a day where it's usually not necessarily a work day. It could even just be, I feel like I work way harder at home on the weekends, like gardening and doing outside stuff, all those things. And you you know, those days where you're so physically taxed, you're just kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hit the bed and be out, right? Mm -hmm. And you do. It's like, those are the days that you're like, wow, I didn't even feel like I went to sleep. I just like was out. I didn't move like all night. So it does make a difference. Your body looks to kind of restore back to where it was. So you, you've done all this exercise, you've taxed a little bit, and now it wants to um, kind of recoup what was lost. So that helps. Um, and then here's the thing too. I ex- This term exercise makes me kind of cringe. I, <laughs> As healthy as I try to be, I hate that word. I hate the thought of going to the gym. Like my husband's a gym guy, like loves all that stuff. And I couldn't be further from that. So, <laughs> so it, but the good news is we don't have to go to the gym to be healthy and to get exercise. So thinking outside of the box a little bit of like, okay, taking a walk with my dog, doing errands, just, you know, running around town, doing household chores. How many times a day, especially as moms and women, do we run up and down the steps with laundry and (laughs) forgotten things that the kids forgot or something? Um, Then other things like mowing your lawn, gardening. I mean, that's some effort right there. (laughs) You ride ride bikes with your kids. You can play sports in the backyard. If you have a son like mine who's like, all right, come on, mom, let's go. I've got my football and my soccer ball. (laughs) We're going out. Like, really? Where, where's the rest of the family at when you need them? <laughs> uh, as it gets nice out, you've got swimming. That's great exercise. And then, you know, people like to do like morning yoga, stretches. They may not think of it. Yoga is definitely exercise too. So those are just some different ideas and things that you can do. So don't think like if you're not going to the gym, you're not doing anything mm-hmm. far from the truth. So yeah, this I do is- have a- oh, sorry. oh, I do have a question with exercise because I'm, yeah. I'm someone that works out like a good amount of times a week not every day but is there like because we talk about like consistent bedtime is there a certain time that you should get exercise because I sometimes work out really late and then there's times where I come home and I'm like out and I'm out cold but then there's nights where I can't sleep because I maybe was working out way too late and got my body too you know, like up and going. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And yeah, so the the ideal time, if you were to pick the best time, it's actually like six hours after your workout, you would go to bed. And that has oh, to do wow. with everything in your body kind of returning to normal as far as like, you know, ideal. Most people are not like, you know, if you go to bed at 10 o'clock, most people are not having a great workout at 4 p.m. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. You're either working 
or you're making dinner, you're doing something else. But, I, I, you know, normally it's like I try to tell people to avoid three hours before bed. Um, gotcha. Minimum would be two, but it depends on how active you are. Because if you are super active, I mean, you've got everything in your body flowing, right? Your blood's pumping, mm-hmm. your heart rate's up, you're sweating, all these things. It's hard to sleep when your temperature is really up like yeah. that. Right. So you do need to kind of come down from that. And that does take some time. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I think Bella, though, you're really good, though, because not only do you have that piece of your life where you're super active and and um, like do your fitness stuff all the time, but you also know how to what I've seen from you is you can grab a book and sit down. and yes. relax. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel there's just nights where, you know, depending on my schedule, it's I'm, you know, by 8 p.m. I'm like finishing up a workout and I'm not getting home then to like 8 30 and then it's like by that point it's kind of hard for me to get to sleep so that's what I've noticed and then there's yeah. there's days uh like usually like Friday mornings I work out and those days go really well and I can kind of get to bed at a better time because I worked out earlier so I do notice that it works out better that working out a little bit earlier kind of helps with the sleep yeah, it does. And for some, a lot of people, it, it energizes them. My husband will yeah. be the one to tell me, he's like, if I didn't get a workout in today, I feel so tired all day. Yeah. So he yeah, doesn't have that morning. flowing, endorphins going. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, we're different because I'm like, not going to find me working <laughs> out early in the morning. <laughs> I go for my little walks and then some days I'm like, oh, is it going to rain? And I'm wishing for rain. <laughs> Okay. Got to cut it short. Oh, well, I can't do it today. It's going to rain. That's funny. <laughs> okay. So number seven, which really I think a lot of small business owners can relate to is stress. Yes, that's a big one. And I, I think that we underestimate stress a little bit in, in the fact that I even with small business owners, we are typically type A personality, right? We are go-getters. We get excited by having a lot to do, right? It's like, oh, yay, our plate is full. And and so you don't necessarily think of it as stressful, right? Because it's like, I, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I much in, enjoy feeling like that. But it doesn't mean my body doesn't feel stressed because of it, right? And so when we see the effects of stress, it's not always just you know, people having a mental breakdown or something, it happens throughout the day. And it happens sadly at night, right? So it's like, I'm go, go, go all day long. And I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And now I have to try to shut my brain off and go to sleep. And here comes everything of the day. Right? Yeah. Uh, and, and that's a problem. And people like talk about having to shut their brain off and not being able to do that. That's probably like the number one complaint. But here's the thing. Yes, we can talk about things like doing some deep breathing or meditations. Um, those things definitely can help there again. They are the bandaid though, right? This is how Mm -hmm. I fix it right now. What's causing it? How do I stop from feeling this way? You know, maybe it's writing myself some to-do list, right? Instead of having in my mind, when I'm trying to go to bed, write it down, get it off your mind. How many of us have ever tried to be like, all right, if I think real hard, I'll just lock it into memory and I'll remember it all the time. I do it every day. What are you talking about? (laughs) I know. Cause you're like, no, I don't want to turn the light back on. I don't want to, but you know what? Just turn the dang light back on, write down your note, keep it next to your bed (laughs) and get it over with. Because otherwise you spend the next 20 minutes trying to forget that you have this thought, right? (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. So having those to-do lists, you know, it's not the end of the world that you didn't get everything done today. It's still going to be there tomorrow, right? Yeah. Because um, you own your own business. It's never going away. But yeah, so, you know, look at ways how you can reduce that stress. Is it something that's continuously happening? Like, oh, it's tax season and every, t- you know, every few months or every month I'm feeling stressed with the 
paying my employees or doing my own taxes. Well, if that's the case, then can you outsource that, right? So start looking at maybe the root causes of what's going on. Um, and going along with that, I will say to have I call like a daily pause throughout the day. Take some time, five minutes, you don't need much throughout the day to just kind of reset, right? I like to do it around lunchtime myself because it's like, all right, I'm forced to get off of my computer or whatever and hang up calls. I have to go eat some lunch, at least something. Then give yourself five minutes, walk outside for fresh air, get some sunshine. Uh, if you have a lunch break, like an actual corporate job and you're going, you know, take some extra time. But if, if you're like most of us with small businesses, you're like always on the clock, right? It's so hard to take mm-hmm. a quote lunch break, right? It's like, all right, I'm going to wolf this down real quick and then I'm going back online. But, but if you can, it's so much better. If you can just take those few minutes, find a nice spot outside, even if just walk around your house a couple of laps or something, you get the, you get the exercise, you get the fresh air, you get the sunshine all rolled up in one, all things that are going to help you. And you're going to feel better and refreshed coming back in to start your second half of your day. And so that, that can be helpful a few times a day. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think every single person listening can relate to this in some way. Yes. I don't think there's any, I don't, even if you're not a business owner, if you're a college student, if you're, I think Mm -hmm. everybody has experienced this or does experience this. So. Yeah, and stress looks different for everybody. So that's important to understand how you respond to it. You know, something simple to one person, be like, well, that's no big deal. Why are you worrying about that? Could be really important and upsetting to somebody else, you know? So, you know, everybody takes it differently. So it's important you figure out how much does something matter to you and can you fix it? Love it. Okay, so number eight, which I saw this on here and I'm it, it sort of made me super curious about what you were going to talk about, which was... <laughs> Because, you know, I didn't even think of these things, which is medications and illnesses is number eight. Yes. So if you are on any kind of medication, including supplements, over-the-counter stuff, you really need to look at the side effects of all of your meds. And I think most of us don't do a great job with that. You know, we're like, oh, well, my doctor told me to take this, so I'm just going to take it, right? And we might look at, like, the basics of side effects sometimes, but if nothing is, like coming out at me of like, oh, you might lose an arm. Okay. If it's not emergency, like, <laughs> yeah, just the, like yeah, the yeah, death yeah. thing is the only thing that <laughs> right. alerts me. May cause death. That's right. the only one I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then we look a little harder, but, but normally we're just like, oh, well, they know what they're doing, right? It must be fine. And we never relook at it again. And I can't tell you how many times that medications are a big part of the why. Mm-hmm. Why am I not sleeping well? I swear to you, almost every medication has some form of sleep issue written on it. Sometimes it says insomnia, sleepiness, fatigue, drowsiness. They have all kinds of words to describe it, but it all means the same thing as you might sleep like crap, right? Mm -hmm. And you forget about it and you don't think about it. Now, I want to say, do not go off of any medications you're on. (laughs) Obviously, you should always talk to your doctor, but just know there are other options sometimes. So if something really isn't working for you, you should have that conversation with your doctor. Maybe there's something else that can be taken, or maybe they might say, you know what, change up the time you're taking it. I've had clients that did that. We saw that they were taking a medication, you know, at night. And um, I, they, once we had this conversation, they went back and asked and they were like, oh yeah, that causes insomnia. You should probably take that in the morning. <laughs> wow. Well, that was helpful. Wow. <laughs> you know? So, you know, at some, and it did help. It did help her a lot. So, Things like that are super important. Again, same thing with supplements. Um, and then when you have a medical illness itself. So what's the condition you have? You know, sometimes just the, the symptoms of those conditions are that you don't sleep well. You know, if you have restless leg syndrome, well, 
that means you mm-hmm. get restless at night and it causes you not to sleep well. Obviously, those things go together. And so it's not always about how do I, you know, fix everything? But I think a huge part is understanding the why, right? Okay, now at least I'm getting somewhere. I'm understanding the root cause. Let me go have a conversation with my doctor. Let me do some research or, you know, something that you at least have a starting point. Because so many of us are like, well, I just don't sleep well. I guess that's just me. I guess it'll always be like this. It's, you know, what do you do to fix that other than taking things like melatonin, which it's a Band-Aid. Um, I have clients who take, some will take prescription sleep beds. Again, it's a Band-Aid. Some will take Benadryl, (laughs) not for allergies, but for sleep, right? Because for some people, it makes them sleepy. These are just like alcohol. It's just all things that you're just kind of putting that Band-Aid on instead of really getting to the reasons of why you're not sleeping well. And for some of these things, you know, um, when I say like a medical illness or even like a, a mental health thing, you know, if you have anxiety or depression, not sleeping well, does not help that. It intensifies, right? It's one of those, which came first, the chicken or the egg, but they go together, you know, a large, like at least half, if not 75% of people when they have depression also don't sleep well, you know, and vice versa. Because let's face it, if you're not sleeping well, you're not feeling pretty happy, right? Most days you're you're a little sad about that Mm -hmm. (laughs) and cranky. So yeah, they definitely go together. And like I said, it's worth the conversation. You know, this was all so much wonderful information. I'm not, there were only there. I've learned so much. I assumed the caffeine thing, right? So I I was like, (laughs) I know that that's going to to affect me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I sort of thought that probably what I was eating too may impact or affect, but all these other things were um, Mm -hmm. super informative. And I know I've learned so much today. So thank you so much, Ronnie. Welcome. Yeah. Um, So can you tell our audience where they can actually find you online, all your website and your social media handles? Yeah. So you guys can visit me at um, www.sleeptasticsolutions, with an S, .com, all one word. And you can um, check out all my services there. Um, For adult stuff, I, I do have free initial calls. So if you're not sure if you know, you're barking up the right tree here. You want to work with me? We can certainly set up a a time to chat and, you know, just realize anything that I do. And the reason I do so many different things isn't so that I can have more services available, but it's really to help people in any way I can. The last thing I want to do is send someone away because, oh, well, I can't help you with that part. Right. Mm -hmm. So I really look at the big picture. So if someone comes to me about sleep, we are absolutely talking about your diet, your exercise, your Mm -hmm. stress. Um, If it's your business stuff, you know, we could talk about those things. So everything is always incorporated together. So because it all does go together. And so when we fix one piece of the pie, we can often fix other pieces. And so that's, it's really that holistic view. I also am CBTI, which is the cognitive behavioral therapy certified for insomnia. So I kind of marry the two together between science and holistic lifestyle changes. So visit me there. We can have a chat. I'm on Facebook. You can just look up uh, Sleep Tastic Solutions. Same thing with Instagram. Those are usually my my two, as well as LinkedIn. Yeah. I mean, I'm on LinkedIn (laughs) if you want to hook up there too. Oh, I love that. And I know that you were super generous with offering our listeners a special offer. Can you tell everyone a little bit about that and how they can go about getting it? 
Sure. So if you guys decide you want to work together, I have packages that are four, six, or eight weeks, um, just based on what people need, which we could always talk about that more. But if um, if you sign up with me, let's say you sign up for a six-week package, you'll get a, a seventh week for free. So we'll just mm -hmm. have an extra coaching package there and um, make sure you're successful. And I did want to mention too that that new book, Success, uh, Success Reimagined, um, it, you can find that new book on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, wherever books are sold. But it's really great. A lot of local people here, great people that are small business owners like all of us. So it's really inspirational Sophie. yeah i love everyone yeah. that's part of that i book. know right so it's, it's <laughs> feels like family <laughs> super amazing and i want to see more of that and yeah many i think they're going to do some around more. the country too that you know people elsewhere should look at um, a book like this and hopefully other communities do things like this because it really is amazing i i actually reached out to a couple people to congratulate them so um well thank yeah. you ronnie so much bella as always. Yeah. Thank you guys. Ronnie, this is yeah, great. Uh, so great talking to you today. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, you guys too. Thanks for having me on. And as always, you can find us at homconsulting.com on all of our social media platforms as well. And until next time, everyone, happy marketing.